Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to Spoken Revelations. Um, we're going to be speaking about uh, obedience today. Um, hope you all are enjoying a nice, beautiful Sunday. Yes. And uh, we're going to be, on top of the day, is going to be on beach. We're going to go all over obedience today. Um, obedience is a, a very important word because we have to be obedient to God. We have to be obedient to our calling and our purpose. And a lot of times we're not. And um, I want to get into a couple of scriptures before we get into this. Um, Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Very important, very important. A lot of times uh, we don't see as far as our creator sees. And, you know, a lot of people talk about, I can, you know, I just feel it in my heart. And a lot of times when you feel it in your heart, you feel it in your soul, that's the Lord dealing with you, telling you you should go this way. A lot of times we think that we know what we're doing, you know, and we say this is the logical thing to do, but in God's eyes, there's no logic. It's only his will and his way, and we're going to get into that today because it's very important, it's very important that we do, because obedience is better than sacrifice, and meaning uh, better than sacrifice, you don't want to be disobedient, and therefore you lose out on things in life. You know, I know about that. I've been disobedient for for many things in my life, and and it held me back, just like the Israelites. Um, You know, it was in the wilderness, and um, they were just disobedient. And for them being disobedient, they were were basically tortured, you know, with with things that was happening around... um, them being disobedient, you know, them uh, worshiping the wrong way and doing the wrong things and and praying for the wrong things too. Because a lot of times we're going to be uh, we can be disobedient for praying for the wrong things. And I know I have too. You know, a lot of times we say, okay, well, I want this and I want this mansion, I want this fine car, I want material items. 
when you're not praying for uh, knowledge of God and knowledge of who you are and, and wisdom, you know. Um, Solomon prayed for wisdom. He didn't uh, pray for actual riches and all that stuff. He received that, but the Lord blessed him in that way because he prayed for wisdom and understanding. And we must understand that we have to go that route. We have to be obedient to God. And we have to be obedient to what the Lord puts in our spirit. You know, a lot of times, you know, and I'm guilty of this myself, sometimes we second-guess ourselves, you know. But why are you second-guessing yourself? You know, who is telling you these things? Who 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 putting these bugs in your ear to say, hey, you can't do it? When the Lord say, go go on, my 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 daughter, my son, go ahead, do it. I got you. You know, I got you. It's safe. And um, the different topics we were talking about for the last uh, Sundays that we were talking about, we were talking about pain and suffering and going through hurt. And um, a lot of times we go through pain and suffering and hurt because we disobedient. You know, and and I know it was, this is how I wanted to line up because I want I wanted to introduce you to pain and and hurt and that we go through things and this is how a lot of things happen in our life through pain and hurt. But now, let's get away from pain and hurt. Let's find a solution to your pain and hurt and being obedient to God and the things that He puts in your life and put in your soul to do. Your life will not get better unless you're obedient to him. I, I'm a living testimony to that. You know? I wanted this, this, this. I want A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So above the A to Z. I really wanted that. And I say, I'm going to get it. I, I'm going to get it because the reason why I'm going to get it because I'm smart enough and I study enough and I, I, I have the willpower to do it. But it's not going to happen unless you're in the Lord's alignment of will and his way. I know a whole bunch of people who, are, you know, have the letter, meaning they have the credentials and degrees um, that will just make you blush. But they did not put God in in what they're doing. And it didn't work. It totally didn't work. When are we going to be obedient? When are we going to listen to what he gives you? And I know sometimes it, it sometimes it seems far off because it seems far off because we're not all the time in the spiritual realm. You know, we in this physical form that means we look at things that are that you can observe. And sometimes all what you see is not really what it is. It's a perception. The perception of life throws you off all the time. All the time throws me off. That's why I say pray about it. Let's pray about it. Let me think about that. Don't make rash decisions. Sometimes we do. And um, I'm guilty of that as well. 
but then I think about it, I say, oh, that was too rash. That was too fast. So I got to think about that decision. You know, we all have to be mindful of who we are. And we are children of the king, the one and true king. And we must understand that. I know there's so many times where there's been situations where I I just thought that I was going to just be that certain person where, okay, I knew everything. Yeah, 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 I was like that too. You know, when it comes to faith, I was like, no. no I can do this and I can do it this way. You know? And uh, it's just amazing how things happen. And, um, you know, you cannot take God's word that he gives you for granted. You can't. You really can't. And um, there's another scripture I want to run by you. Acts 5, 29. We ought to obey God rather than man. Yes. Simple and plain. Some topic words that I want to use. And I'm just going to throw them out there. And you can get your definition for them. But faith, obedience, will, purpose, and life. And on faith, seeing things that's unseen, that you believe, things that you believe in. And that's very important. Very important. Very important. When you walk in success and enlightenment, you have to have faith. I mean, that's just the component. That's just the atom to uh, build the blocks of life, your DNA. You know, you got to have faith. Um, obedience is another word we're going to go over. And this is the Webster's definition. To carry out the command to comply with order or request. Definition to give up something of value for the sake of something else. Wow. So we have to obey. And when you talk about faith and obedience, you have to have faith to obey. If you look at the dynamic, it's like this. If I'm not obeying you, that means I don't believe in you. I don't believe in your movement. I don't believe in what you do whether it be anything, whether it be music, TV, whatever. I don't believe in it. You know, I, I don't believe in what you're going to do. So when you're disobedient to God's will in your way, you're saying, God, I got it. I'm the creator, creator of myself. And basically you call yourself a God. Well, and I know there's some people who believe in that, you know. You know I mean, to each his own. But I'm talking about people who really walk on faith and who they are. So we have to understand what we're doing to our lives. We have to understand why there's so much hurt and so much pain in our life. We have to understand why there's sleepless nights, cold sweats, and always thinking about things because a lot of times when you're not in the will of God, which in which in fact you're not in the will of yourself, because 
God gives you these things to do. He gives you all these gifts and talents. And if you're not doing it, of course, you're going to feel uneasy. Because it's a part of your anatomy. And for order for your body to work properly, all your organs have to work. You know, your liver, your uh, pancreas, and all that to work well. And if your heart's not working, guess what? You're not working. You're not living well. Your heart can be beautifully pumping and everything will be well, and your kidney not working, guess what? You're not living well. Faith is a proponent. Faith, obedience, and will. What is will? First of all, will you do it? Will you listen to God's will? Will you listen to God's way? Will you put in your heart to understand or try to understand? He is God, and sometimes we don't get it at first. But if we pray about it and think about it and really try to understand what he wants, and he will show it to you. A lot of times he shows me things, and I'm like, I don't understand that. I said, Lord, please give me more revelation on what you're saying. Because a lot of times with me, he gives me pictures. You know, a lot of people, you know, the Lord speaks to people in different ways. Um, with me, he gives me pictures. And I have to really understand it and and coincide it with my life, you know. And maybe because I am artistic, you know, he knows how I think, my thinking pattern. And so I sometimes I don't actually get it. Like a lot of times when I'm writing, like, poetry and stuff, I don't actually get the poem until after I write it, and then sometimes I don't get it at all, and then later on he explains it to me, you know. So I do things in a kind of artistic uh, view. So when he gives things to me, sometimes I look back and I say, oh, wow, hmm, what does that mean? And he reveals it to me. But that's just how he reveals it to me. Now, with you, you could say, hey, I want you to go down to the pantry and donate you know, bundles of fruit to the pantry. I want you to go down there and give that homeless man, um, buy that homeless man a meal. Or I want you to go down and and give five dollars to this ministry. You know, you have to be obedient to that. You have to be obedient because if you're not obedient to it, then things start happening in your life. Things start crumbling in your life. I know, for example, and and I know because this person was in my family, um, you know, the Lord called them to minister the word. And at the time, there were it was back in the time where uh, women were looked down on to preach. But she was a lady, and um, the Lord told her to preach, and she did not say it. You know, she was a wonderful lady. She helped out in the community and did all she can. So someone prophesied to the lady and say, hey, if you don't preach, you're, one of your children is going to die. And she didn't believe it. You know, she thought the lady was probably on something. And uh, it came to pass. And as her, as her child was dying, she picked the child up. This is a true story. She picked the child up and said, Lord, I'm going to do whatever you want me to do. And that child 
start breathing. And that child lives. And that child today is a mega bishop. Mega bishop. Um, he runs so many churches around the United States and international. And um, yeah, and he's a bishop. But she listened to the Lord. She really did. And the Lord blessed her child. So the Lord is not going to tell you something that's going to hurt you. And I had to understand that. See, but a lot of times you say, well, Lord, you talk, you're saying for me to do this, but I can't do that. That's the way I thought of it. I never would ever think about disrespecting the Lord or nothing like that. It's just that with me, I had things that I wanted to do. I wanted this at a certain time. You know what I'm saying? I was like, Lord, I want this. You know, I want to be, just say, I want to be a millionaire before I hit 30. No, that's the way I was thinking. So I say, I'm going to do this and I want to do that. He said, no, no. No, I don't want you to do that. I want you to do this. But I said, no, I want to chase that money. I want to chase paper. And I did. And he allowed me some success in that. But then when it came for me to really, really get it like I wanted, he, he stopped me. And he stopped bringing things in my life. No, not bringing things. He would allow things to happen in my life. You know, like things would happen. People would steal from me. You know, the property that I own got burned down. Dumb what just happening. And I was like, oh, I mean, you blessed me with this, all this stuff. What's happening? He was like, you wasn't doing what I, I, was, I told you to do. Yeah, I bless you with these things, but you're not doing it. Even now, I'm doing this to reach the people. I'm doing this to reach you all and my listening audience, you know, because he told me to do it, you know. And I'm trying to start my blessing up because your blessing is helping others. You know, if you're a parent and you're a child, you know, um, and you are, you know, you have a child and and somebody blessed your child, you are thankful for that. You're like, oh, oh, thank you for giving my child this, or thank you for giving my child a break. You know, you are thankful. But you feel the same way because we all are his children. So when you do something for somebody that's not, you know, that's unfortunate, that needs the word encouragement, that needs an ear, because sometimes people need an ear to hear. Sometimes people don't even want you to say anything. They just want to say, hey, this is happening to me, and I need to talk about it. And some, and the Lord would sometimes have them to minister to themselves. I've seen that happen. You know, people come to me and they say, I, I, I need to talk about something, Dion, and, and there's something on my chest, and um, I, I need some advice. Sometimes I just be quiet. And they start feeling the power of God, and 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 they start really realizing self-realization of themselves and say, "Hey, oh, I know what my problem was. I didn't say one word. I didn't say one word. I said, or I mean, I didn't say anything towards the problem. I said, we'll pray for you or whatever, and I, I just allowed them to talk. But that's God. 
he works in mysterious ways. But that person was obedient to God because God had them to talk to me. So that person was obedient. So therefore, he was so obedient that he was blessed. See, there's no blessing in being disobedient. No, that's no blessing. You know, not um, many times. Just like I said before, I've I've been so disobedient in a lot of things. Even with my uh, mother, you know, as I'm growing up, I, I was I was always on the other side of the fence. Like, you know, no, I was such a rebel and informed that I everything someone would say, I would I completely do the opposite. And even if it was, even if it was for me, even if it was even for my uh, appraisal, you know, just me to uh, to rise above and it's something in my favor, I felt. But if you said this, I would just do it just to be rebellious. And I was like that, you know. And um, and I found out that wasn't a way to go. Um, that was terrible people skills, <laughs> you know, and uh, it just was something that I I had to pray about, and I, I still am uh, in in a way I I look at things differently, and I, I think about I say, hey, is that for me or you know, and it's that, but I had to pray to God and say, oh, it's okay, because uh, with life, life you you life is is kind of. Uh, you know, it's win and lose situations. You know, sometimes it's it, sometimes you you seem like you're losing, but you're winning. Sometimes it seems like you're winning, but you're losing. You know, and the win and the win and lose um, scenario is good. It's fine because we have some small battles and we have some larger battles, and they come together. But the whole fact of the matter is, are you still here? Are you living? You know. There's life. There is a second chance. You know, I'm never saying, um, and I never encouraging, encouraging anyone in this uh, in this listener audience to say, "Hey, guess what? My life is going to be perfect. My life is not even perfect." You know, Lord, just give me some insight about some things, and I and I'm sh- I, I want to share it with others, but my life is not perfect. But I know who's perfectly made and and conceived and who made me who I am. And that person, that entity, that spirit, that is God. So as long as I lean on something that's perfect, I'm not so imperfect. Now, if I lean on something that's unstable, then, yes, I'm going to have pain. I'm going to have hurtful hurtful feelings. I'm going to have regret, anxiety. And this is what the world is handling today. Regret, anxiety, the pain, past pain, new pain. You must understand the dynamics of that. You know, um, you've been hurt all your life and you're still hurting. And then you, you ingest a new hurt. How would a person feel? How actually a person would feel. This is how most of us are feeling now. You know, 
we haven't even uh, we haven't really uh, traveled over the mountain of the past hurt, and we gain a new hurt as the world becomes colder, as the world turns their face from God, as the world stops stop being obedient to Him. And this is what you're going to gain. You're going to be hurt. But you got to be obedient. And if you be obedient, she will soothe. He's like a, a bomb, you know, a, a soothing bomb, a, a, a lotion. He will soothe those wounds within your soul. Is a major, a major thing that we should do and and understand. You know, um, we got to be obedient to His will and His way. So many people that were obedient, and if you read the Bible, the Bible it esteemed the people that were obedient, and it shows people who were disobedient. You know, as I was talking before, as in um, Israelites and uh, Moses, and Moses was ordained by God. And he was telling the people what to do, but they were disobedient, you know. And those people knew that God used used Moses, and they knew that God spoke to Moses, but they still did not adhere to what Moses was saying. Therefore, they were in the wilderness for a long time. And the wilderness, you know, it's a metaphor, you know. Sometimes we're in a strange place in life. Very strange place, and I've been there before. And uh, you, you see only trees. You see things that are just blocking your view. You don't have a clear view. You have trees. You have animals and everything. It's, it's the wilderness, and it's very easy to lose your way in the wilderness. I know. I used to be a nature type person. I want to get back into it. I, my church is supposed to be going camping <laughs> uh, thing this summer, so I'm kind of getting back into the nature thing. I have. I haven't done it in a while, but from what I remember when I was younger, when I used to go camping, um, it's easy to get lost in the woods. I've done it. The trees look the same. They look so similar. You're like, okay, I should not go that way and that way. So you must think about the Israelites. You know, it's easy. It was so easy for them to stay in the woods for 40 years because you can lose your direction. But guess what? They had the compass. They had a heavenly compass, and that was Moses. That was Moses, and God spoke to Moses. If they would just listen, had been obedient to the man of God, they would have been all set. You know, it was only a year's journey. I think it was like a year, a year's journey. It took forty years. That means people became old and died on this trek to the promised land. Where are you going? Are you reaching your promised land? Are you reaping the benefits that the Lord promised for you? Not me, but for you. Because he is wonderful and he is gracious and he want to bless you. But you got to bless yourself by being obedient. Oh, it's not easy. You got things out in life to deter you from it. The wilderness of life. The troubles, the worries of life. The things that's going to block your view of seeing enlightenment in your life. 
things that's going to disturb your consciousness, and you're not going to understand all of it. But that's why he sent people to help you. It's God through people. Yeah, you use people to tell you things. You use people to tell me things all the time. And it doesn't matter the age. It can be from a 3-year-old to a 60-year-old, a 70-year-old, a 90-year-old. It doesn't matter because we are his children and we are a vessel that can be used by God. You know, I, I, I've i been told things that, um, you know, people are like, well, you know, look at what this person said and all that and this and that. And they can't give you no word because they don't got it together themselves. You don't know what the Lord is going to use. You can't say it. You know, just because that person don't have a Ph.D. and uh, and don't have all these degrees from all this, uh, all the, the uh, you know, a theological degree at Stanford or Harvard, doesn't mean the Lord can't use that person because he really can. He really can, you know, and, and it's amazing, you know, how he does it. And we can never understand his glory. But we can understand his will and his way if we want to understand it, if we take time to pray and meditate on who we are and how we play in the purpose of life, we will find that. And it will shock yourself if you do it. I mean, it shocked me. It shocked me because I, you know, me, I was told just with music and stuff, and the Lord said, you know, I want to, I want you to do poetry, and I, and I want you to lecture people on spirituality. And I was like, "Wow!" Well, I mean, I, I I don't I didn't see too much of me doing that, but I'm here now and I'm doing it because I'm being obedient. <laughs> I'm just being obedient to him. This is what he wants. This is what he get. I mean, he kept me this long in life. He never failed me. I failed myself. That's what happened. I fail myself, you know, and and how you fail yourself, it's not leaning on God. We are not failures, but if we don't lean on him, we become the nightmare of failure. Very uh, interesting, you know, how people, you know, who... Uh, so intelligent, smart, gifted, and they do some of the most weird and odd things. And you thinking they have it all together, and they really don't. And it's not to say that, oh, something's wrong with them. It's just that we're imperfect. We all are. I am too. <laughs> oh, if you think you're so perfect, mm, not going to happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We shape this in. Yes, we are. You know? I'm sorry. Sin is in our DNA as well. It's in the body. It's in the flesh. Yeah, we won't do things that's wrong. But we become better as in a a person. We learn how to deal with the sickness of sin because it is sickness. And we learn how to deal with it. So it doesn't make you a bad person. No one is a bad person. It's just that we all sense it, you know. You can't help something 
when you be afflicted with it, if you think about it. You mean to tell me that people who are, um, who have cancer, who have leukemia, and the white blood cells are eating up the leukocyte cells of the body, they're a bad person because they're afflicted? No. This is something that happens. It's natural. But when it comes to sin, there's an antidote. There's something to suppress it. There's something to help you with it. So you can become better. See, you may not be perfect, but you can become better. And through life, you become better. And you start knowing because he blesses you with wisdom. To correct with your sin sickness. And wisdom of God, enlightenment, the consciousness of Him, you can make it. And not only you can make it, you can thrive, blessed upon blessed with blessings. And you can look toward the sky from which comes your help, and your help will be the Lord. He's there for you. I know many times you your pillows are stained and you cry yourself to sleep and no one knows that you're crying. You say, Lord, help me. And sometimes you don't have enough energy to say, Lord, help me. Sometimes you just sit there and just cry. That's all your energy is going to go into, just crying. But he feels those tears and, and your lament. But you have to be obedient, because I was there before. You have to be obedient to him. You have to be obedient, you know. And um, I know, um, you know, I'm just feeling blessed this morning. I don't know about you all. And I know you all are probably feeling blessed, too, because, you know, (laughs) I'm feeling blessed. And it's just amazing how the Lord works, because as I'm lecturing today, I I remember those times when I, I the Lord, you know, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing, you know. A lot of people thought, oh, you know, he had it all together. He had this and he had that. But I didn't know. I didn't know. And I said, Lord, help me. Help me to understand what's going on Cause, because I had. I had my family, I had this going on, I had that going on, a different business going on, and, and I thought I had it together because people told me I had it together. But in my soul, I knew it. It was something more. It was something different. It was more than what Dion Ballard was thinking about and what he wanted. It was more than that. Because when you won't, you won't, you won't, you won't, you cannot satisfy this flesh. You can't do it. If you can satisfy the flesh, you tell me. Because whatever you want and whatever you feed in this body, it's going to want more and more and more until it kills you, until you literally are dead. you got to put a handle to what you want. And if it's not in the will of God, stop it. I'm serious. It's no joke. It will consume you. Yes. 
most dangerous person in the world is not what people think it is. The most dangerous person in the world is you. You can end everything. You can end your life. Let's not even talk about whole um, devastation of the world and things that happen in the world and, and, you know, World War III and four or five or six or whatever. You know, let's not even talk about that. Let's let's look in the mirror like Michael Jackson would say and say, look at you. You will kill yourself if you allow yourself and listen to yourself all the time when it comes to things of being destructive to yourself. You will kill yourself. It just will happen. You have to listen to God. And I'm not saying literally you will, you know, commit suicide, but the things in your life will drive you to where you will not think properly. So when you don't think properly, you do things that's kind of weirded out to a way where it's not effect, it's not it's affecting you in a way where you can't function in life, you can't work, you can't deal with your children, and you don't want that to happen because the Lord loves you. He wants abundant blessings for you, so we have to put a handle. And how we put a handle to this stuff that we do that's destructive to ourselves? We gotta pray. We gotta be obedient to a God. Now I wanna um. You know, stop the for a little bit because I, I didn't get into the poem. But there's a poem that I wrote yesterday. And uh, I'm just going to set it up where I wrote it because I was thinking about how good God was and where I came from. And I thought about one of the one of the darkest points of my life. And and, and, and it was so dark. It's like, man, I, I don't see nothing. And at the time, I told myself, I told myself this. I don't see nothing. I don't care about nothing. I don't want nothing. I want everything to end. And um, this poem came into my mind. I want to read it. It's short, but but just listen to it closely. It's, it's what, it, what it says. Looking up, finding the dark sky under a lifeguard stand. Venice Beach nights are very cold, but somehow my mind found this brightness as it was shown. The moon still glow, reminiscent flow, deep and resonating. This is me. This is my fight. I understand now. Never could be alone. His, he owns this throne. So in his reign will take presence of this constant pain, the shame and grief, the difficulties that is my current joy thief, looking into the sky praying. I know the, I know the location of relief, even in all this shadow atmosphere. My Savior is near. My soul stays in the clear of the abundance around me. Call fear and peace. And Paul. And um, I wrote that reminiscing and thinking about where I was at and where I was at being disobedient to God. You know, it's like the prodigal son. He, to do different things, and he wanted to go out and take what his father had and he wanted to do things his own way. But he found out that his own way was death, was poverty, and it wasn't the right things. And he quickly came back to his father. 
the prodigal son now. And his father took him back with open arms. Well, I'm that prodigal son. Because he took me back with open arms. I was basically done, I felt. There was nothing to live for. But the Lord will give you a purpose. And even when you abort that purpose, he will bring you back that purpose. That purpose is for you to achieve and to love. And guess what? It's to help others achieve too. That is your purpose. You're so great. The Lord made you so great and mighty that you can achieve your goals and help others achieve theirs. Wow, and that's powerful. That's how great you are. That's how great you. That's how great you are. Oh man, it's just so. It's just such a blessing. You know what he's doing in other people's life and my life. You know, and um, this. It's, it's a message behind everything, um, you know, a message behind life. And the life is full of messages that we have to adhere and and learn, you know. So what I'm going to do, we're going to come back and we're going to take a, a musical break. And, uh, and I'll see you back here and let's get into more being obedient to God's word. Okay. Don't let the conditions around you be the conditions that bound you. It's up to you uh, if you gon' change. Come on. You, Mr. Murderer, Mr. Killer, may you beg you to consider. With your evilous plans and your devilous behavior But you are come this decredator You Mr. Murderer, Mr. Killer Me I beg you to consider With your evilous plans and your devilous behavior But you are come this Yo, you see there's always gonna be someone that got less than you Got more stress than you You ain't so bad after all Too many false foundations Hot summer sand or cold winters melt So they fall trying to spring back up again Heaven only knows why Your men are sent off to die If foggy nights is the only the time hood, Touch the sky, kids are sent to souls in corners for new ports and coronas, common denominator, children, cause man is always placed over now. Ain't nothing coming to change you or rearrange you. It's only God that can save you when your will is strong, but your flesh is weak. It gets so deep, we can't even speak. We wear our struggle on our faces, but we can't erase the jagged little pill. It's hard to take it. So we swallow it with the henny, but ain't nothing to chase it. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. But you miss a murderer, Mr. Killer. Me you beg you to consider With your evilous plans and your devilous behavior But you are come this decreator You Mr. Murderer, Mr. Killer Me you beg you to consider with your evilous plans and your devilous behavior But you walk home this Check it, we be waiting for that one big thing To knock us down, hoping that's gonna turn us around It ain't so, God give us subtle hints Cause he don't want us to experience the pain and the crying The lying and the dying Now we searching for a fraction of mama's love We got fractured souls because Parents don't wanna be parents no more Ain't got no time to discipline That youth they revisiting While hood rat streets pimp hoes be listening The devil sitting in the bottom of that ditch You dig it in, that's why you fidgeting Every time I mention God's name, this is God's game And sometimes we play the pawns But you could be the king or the queen You gotta sing along Cause ain't nothing coming to change you Or rearrange you It's only God that can save you When your will is strong But your flesh is weak It gets so deep We can't even speak We wear our 
like a phoenix, can we rise? I rise as my eyes finally view my conscious surface. Thresholds for humanity right upheld for real purpose. Becoming this preamble, constituting this liberating service. Inviting congregations from my holy thoughts, remnants of our end times. Babies addicted to Christ are still born every day. While crystal milk sparkles, while hot lightning, a new slow death. Anxieties are rampant, falsehoods are worn, Trayvon Martin. Rise above this psychological chaos, bullet holes in our neighborhood, no one's ever hears it. Justice please, we the people deserve it. Rise, rise, I rise. Plays on our dwindling education, our bottom drops out, no base for our near future. Marvin Gaye's anthem for pain plays, trouble man. Songs for revival unsung, mics for voices are abandoned. No stand as they lay on this concrete floor to get trampled. My dreads are still twisting, my knots are still landing. Government never helping for a solution to detangle. Scripted reality shows when our media mangles. The government becomes your program director. Sex, life, and mental rape. Revolution I'm demanding, understanding a poet wishing for this concrete to become porous. That end this hard compost to grow slowly through. The most high nature allows our corrupted institution crack. So I rise like an eagle, running, praying I don't faint when I you have haunted by material issues, valuing womanizing with their luxury cars with candy paint. I rise to be a beacon to hold for the truth, showing this lifestyle has a false roof. Held on to the Phoenix wings for elevation, rising from my constant subliminal manipulation. Rise, 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 as I rise, still removing my dirt from my psyche. Cleanse this negativity that becomes my stain. And I rise, and I rise, and I rise. I rise, tears in my eyes, worried about friends and fam and our demise. Tell me what you see, could it be the end of us, the family tree? I rise, tears in my eyes, worried about friends and fam and our demise. As I hear all the children's cries, like a phoenix, can we rise? Like a phoenix, can we rise? Fragile house, blind 
blindfolded without a roof Never really obtaining shelter, very subtle behind their darkness So imagine one, but feeling the bitter cold wind Mirage of confidence in your promising thoughts of soundly built for a family Death and uncomfortable as your boiler breaks When we usher in confusion because of what we purchase Retail driven, but don't realize what's always hidden When the government use product placement to ensure public erasing Keeping your rights at bay, why are you wondering? When will my job come back to my shore? While all this disease, is there ever a cure? Eating up everything as a spoon feeds you Never adjusting your leash for luxury, only tighter Uncle Sam and your nephews awake, only you out of line When love was supposed to form a circle Back and forth reactions but never to gain real sight This been in the making since birth, decisions of your worth Complete me with a guilty embedded cold Having rights to all of your mind, body and soul Pestilence to keep you under their control Like a cow bread for a consumer's purpose Glued to a price tag, always in good service Always in good service Don't put the weight to the work So I just say it in a go This world can be worse Working slowly to infiltration Profaning our minds Dumping new western slums And the children go blind Kids with no blood in the party Whatever it stinks Don't appear naked down under so much filth Embarrassing situations Mothers selling bodies getting paid Or they just don't get the food for babies And get raped Holding a bag firing weapon in the middle of a slaughter Cause of a sick minded father molesting the daughter Breaking down the house till the walls can sustain Hurting its own body like a man on cocaine That's insane But that's how the world works Conscious replaced by greed And our bread little devils that grow too big indeed Commercialistic contractors wiping out the flora Lighting black and white devoid of any chroma Humanized people can't adjust to this sight probably Or why would we just ignore it Like it's nothing normally This all is not being allowed It's being promoted not by outsiders But by the people we promote it's not about the revolution, it's the people we chose, it's about the people at top, that's the root cause, it's about the people at top. Every year we have a season to harvest. Born again. 
again. I tell you the truth, no one born again can enter the kingdom unless he born again. Flesh give birth to flesh, but the spirit give birth to spirit. Yo, you gotta be born again. I tell you the truth, no one born again can enter the kingdom unless he born again. Flesh give birth to flesh, but the spirit give birth to spirit. Yo, you gotta be. When your sight is in full bloom to reap its benefits from your upcoming season of love, born again, season they prepared for all greatness. Trading doubts from parallel to perpendicular because you're crossing the threshold of your real purpose to enjoy your life. Mediocrity and stripes complaining what's about and right not right. When others you allow to instruct your motives and jepters. Forgetting about our seasons that change, and yet people also do too. A time for love and also for pain. A moment for cleansing when all you once had purified will become stained. The important is to remember it's only for a season. That your visions are a celestial reason. So don't allow others to form treason. Born again. I tell you the truth, no one born again can enter the kingdom unless he born again. Flesh give birth to flesh, but the spirit give birth to spirit. Yo, you gotta be born again. I tell you the truth. No one born again can enter the kingdom unless he born again. Flesh give birth to flesh, but the spirit give birth to spirit. Yo, you gotta be. advice, but will they listen? 
So I told her, like, don't do this, don't do that, because you are here, you are there, you have a family, and you really don't need to be doing this. So she had to say what she had to say, and then I was like, okay, I stepped back. Slowly but surely, she started seeing what I was saying was true. Um, Her marriage almost broke up. She almost lost her family. Um, She had health problems for a while, and I believe she's doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Same here. I've been through what she went through. If you don't adhere to the Lord's will in your way, his Lord's will in his way, you're not going to have the results of being of a blessed being a blessed person. And we have to understand that, you know. We really do. We really do. Because if not then we are gonna uh suffer the it really is. It really is. And um you know, we think uh that we're getting away with it, and it's not. We're making it on the grace of God. Yeah. Another scripture, Isaiah 1 and 19. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So that means everything will be blessed, not only just your spiritual um, evolution, but also your body. You know, you, you become more healthier. You become happier, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it's just amazing, it's amazing because a lot of times people are thinking, oh, I'm going through this, I'm going through that, but are you obedient to the Lord's will? There's some things that you're going to go through, you know, regardless, you know, and, but when you go through these things, it's a learning process, it's an elevation of the spirit. But some people go through things because they're disobedient. And, you know, hopefully you're learning while you're being in a disobedient lifestyle. I hope you're learning, you know, that you shouldn't be in that area. But some things you go through because you're learning. You have to go through it because eventually what you went through is going to help somebody else. Just like I said, you know, you're so wonderful as a person that, you can help yourself grow and help others. So for you to help others to grow, certain things you have to go through. So you can be knowledgeable on the subject at, at hand, you know. So that's what that's all is, is, is great. It's great, and it's, and, it's, and it's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing, you know. Yeah, it's a powerful thing. And um, we're it's just... So we're in an age where a lot of people are, in dis- are very disobedient to what the Lord is um, showing uh, us and what he wants us to do, and therefore we are in a frenzy, just in a frenzy of things that are happening, you know, um, things that happen to children, things that happen to adults, um, and it's because the leaders are not leading here. Disobedient, they're making laws that are sinful, and and they're making laws where it's okay, making it okay to do certain things, and they know who they are, you know, 
and therefore when things happen to them, it's their fault because they're not obedient to God's word. You know, and just like mm-hmm. Pharaoh, you know, um, you know, he said, "Let my people go." He didn't want to leave. He want he didn't want to leave, let his God's people go. You know, and um, and things a lot of things happen to the Pharaoh. So even though the government is, you know, doing certain things, they I understand the Lord wants you to obey the laws of the land. But you must understand when you make these laws, God laws comes first, you know. And so that's the that's reason why a lot of things are happening. And I, our consciousnesses are darkened because we're not listening to his will and we're not listening to his way. And therefore, that's when the other topics that we talked about, that's when pain and hurt comes in and regression, you know. Because a lot of things that are regressed anxiety, that a lot of things that are regressed anxiety, are many a times they happen because we were in a disobedient lifestyle. Yeah, and a lot of people don't understand that and say, "Why well, this happened?" And you know, we gotta listen. We gotta listen. And it's like kicking against a prick. You know, if you kick against a thorn, who's going to hurt? Do you think the thorn is going to hurt? No, the thorn is not going to hurt. You are, you are the going to be the one that's going to hurt when you kick a prick. Do you go against God's will? There's no way you can hurt God. But you're just going to hurt yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to learn. And you have to know what he's telling you. And a lot of times, you know, when you're new to this, just pray. Just pray, say, Lord, show me where to go. I don't know. It's okay. It's okay to say, hey, I don't know to God. Especially to an entity, to a spirit that knows everything. You know? When you're in class and, you know, to your professor, and, and you say, Professor, I want to ask you a question. And they say, what is it? And you say, I don't understand this and that and this and that. And, and then they tell you. And now you enlighten. What you didn't know, now you know. So you're a little more intelligent than what you started off with. And that's what happens with your spiritual life. What you don't know, you ask God, he will show you. And you say, well, you know what? I ain't the most spiritual person, but guess what? I know a little bit more. I know a little bit more about my spirit than before. And we just keep rising and until we reach uh, another climatic pinnacle. And we don't stop this until, we, you know, our life ends. So it's always something that we're learning. We gain knowledge, the knowledge of spirituality all the time. And I am myself. You know, every time I talk about the goodness of God and, and the stuff he revealed to me, my spirit becomes more elevated because that's what he wants me to do. And if you're being obedient to God's will, 
he would elevate your spirit. You know, things that don't, things that would usually get you mad, usually it, it doesn't get you as mad as, as, as much as it used to because you're higher elevated in the spirit. You want to understand, you must understand you can feed the flesh and you can feed the spirit. Yeah, it's not only just feeding your body, you can feed the spirit. And you feed the spirit by praying. You feed the spirit by faith and believing. That's most, that's what most way it, it comes from, the faith. I mean, faith is like amino acids to our cells. Amino acids are the building blocks that connect cells together. You know, that's, that's the that's what keeps everything together. And faith is like that. It's a building block. And the more faith you have, the better your spirituality would be. You know, to walk on water took a lot of faith. And not only Jesus did it, but, you know, his disciples had done it too. And, you know, because he had faith. You know, God said, where the worst you would do. You know, that's what it works that you would do while you're on this earth in Jesus. Because Jesus only touched a certain amount of people. You know, he's still touching people today, but while he was a man. But today, you can reach millions of people through what you do and what you say and how you live. So that's why he say greater works you shall do. So, but to do greater works, First and foremost, you have to be obedient to his will and his way. You have to be obedient. You know? Amen. Amen. Yeah. Um, Toy, is there anything else you would like to uh, say, uh, you know, in closing? Um, in being obedient um, on this earth, it's not easy because you're going to have a lot of temptation. Around you So what you have to do is pray for strength To avoid That temptation As much as you can And one example I would like to use is Say you're a diabetic You see this big delicious Chocolate cake On the table You know if you just have like One drop of this It could send you to the hospital Mm-hmm. You have a choice. You're gonna give up. You're gonna give in to that temptation, so you can end up sick, or you're gonna avoid it. Right. So you don't get sick. That's what avoiding temptation and you know fighting hard and trying to be obedient to where God's word is like. Amen. Amen. Man, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. There's the laws of nature. Um, you know, and you know that if you can't ingest that type of why would you? You're killing yourself. Mhm. Okay. And um it's amazing and what you're doing. Um you know, and uh, I just want to um, say uh, something about you, Toy. I I heard um, that you're uh, going to be uh, on the show tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? 
Yes, it's a uh, it's a show that's on this network. I will be on it tomorrow evening. I'll be um, discussing my book and uh, upcoming projects that I'm working on. Okay, and um, yeah, the show is real report. It's tomorrow at what time? Um, from six. That's when it starts at six. Oh, at um, five o'clock. This same number. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's gonna be wonderful, you know. Um oh yeah, so the show's gonna be at five o'clock. Yeah, uh, yeah, the show's gonna be at five o'clock. So, um uh, you're gonna be discussing your books and things upcoming events 'cause hey, I tell people, you gotta tune into what she's doing. She's doing some wonderful stuff. Um um going on uh, you know, and um it's always good to uh, you know, to talk to you and and share the wisdom that you have, you know, uh, and what you're doing. So, um, you know, plug yourself in and what you, what you, who are you, who you are, and um, uh, toy. But that's, that's gonna be great on the real report. And um, big ups to uh, uh, the host of that show, uh, Jazz. You know, big ups to her. She's um, she's always holding it down. The real report. Um, so I know you're going to really enjoy the show. So. Oh, yes, I will. Yes, I will. Okay. Well, Tori, thank you for calling in, and uh, we're going to get back to some music, and uh, you have a blessed time on that show tomorrow at, uh, on The Real Report. Thank you. Thank you, and well, thank you for having me on your show. Oh, no problem. Thank you for um, coming by and the support. Jesus, I need you my soul. is crying out to you, Lord,
here I need your help, Lord, I need you right now I gotta be delivered, but I don't know how You always have my back all the times I got in trouble Always there to catch a son Every time that I would stumble Once again I'm calling on you Cause I don't know what to do Down on my knees once again Asking Lord please bring me through I can make it through the fire Just as long as I got you Cause ain't nobody in this world That can do what you do I need you
Right. 
subconscious, moving around, touching everything destined for me. Welcome into my dream gallery. Looking through the glass, it's beautiful, beyond the physical, almost spiritual. The healing of a broken soul, it's funny how life takes its toll, becomes a burden, and you're left chasing goals until things finally start moving in the right direction, and your passion becomes perfection. There's no second guessing. The best is always worth waiting for. Dream Gallery.
stripes of red, black, and green for children who scream because they tired of being seen and not heard. For the misleading role models and the lost ones who follow, hanging on to their every single word. For the flowers that try to grow between the cracks and the pavement. For the people know what rent is due when they don't couple payments. But what you gonna do when you live paycheck to paycheck? Pull out the white flag and then find the strength to wave it. No, these stripes of red, black, and green go for people who dream while they awake. Feeling like they about to break but keep it together. God never promised that there'll always be sunshine, but he'll be your umbrella through the bad weather. He strikes the red, black, and green gold for people who dream of the bottle or fiend for the pipe. There's so many ways to your soul's damnation, and I write. Pick up a mic, hoping you want to get it right, because I believe that we gon' make it. I know this world is crazy, but I'm still trying to save it. Treat life like a game, but it ain't nothing really to play with. You treat it kind of fragile, because you're trying not to break it so perfect. My soul purpose is to practice surface and give value to
visionaries able to look through the clouds when there's a storm. Yes, he or she is not the norm. Visionaries able to look through the clouds when there's a storm. Yes, he or she is not the norm. Visionaries able to look through the clouds when there's a storm. Yes, he or she is not the norm. Visionaries able to look through the clouds when there's a storm. Yes, he or she is not the norm. Visionaries able to look through the clouds when there's a storm. Yes, he or she is not the norm. Chosen vessels much needed. Vision is the root word. See well beyond our peripheral. Sight is placed in psyche by the most high God. Others may not see when it's erected. They feel in the anointing is gifts. Seeing the spirits of damnation being lifted. Able to look through the clouds when there's a storm. Yes, he or she is not the norm. Visionaries able to look through the clouds when there's a storm. Yes, he or she is not the norm. Visionaries able to look through the clouds when there's a storm. Yes, he or she is not the norm. Visionaries are givers, not only in their physical. They give of their dreams to walk upon earth. They run without faint, even when it seems they ran out of steam. The engine keeps coasting on their face. Motivated to keep on reaching, the Lord's prayer will restore their place, so the captives would be free. See, they could dream dreams also. Visionaries able to look through the clouds when there's a storm. Yes, he or she is not the norm. Visionaries able to look through the clouds when there's a storm. Yes, he or she is not the norm. Visionaries able to look through the clouds when there's a storm. Yes, he or she is not the norm. Visionaries able to look through the clouds when there's a storm. Yes, he or she is not the norm. The young will dream dreams while the visionaries pronounce their vision. Insightful increase in their territory. Holeless mindful from what their enemy so long had hidden. The Lord said, I give these things, my humble visionaries. For the people can realize it's me. Dream on as you live strong. In spirit and truth, others may run. Doubt when it's scary. Visionaries moving through the darkness with faith and prayer as they tarry. As he helps his visionaries ease the load that we carry. Visionaries to be able to look through the clouds when there's a storm. Yes, he or she is not the norm. He or she is not the norm. Visionaries, he or she are not the norm. the musical break. Um, that's some good news. Uh, the song you heard, I Need You, uh, Deborah Price, um, she will be coming on from Revelations June the 1st. So I'm very excited. Um, she's an anointed, powerhouse, talented um, woman of God, and she really is spiritual and, uh, as well as, as talented singer and songwriter. So um, June 1st, uh, we'll have Deborah Price here on Spoken Revelations. I cannot wait. Amen to that. Um, you know, just listening to the music and, and just praising the Lord and all the things that he's doing, 
And um, it's just amazing that, you know, that I'm here at this point in my life where I can try to help others and to give back what the Lord has given to me. And he allowed me to walk with him and tell others how to walk with him, you know, because a lot of times um, we don't know how. We just go on different ways of how we feel. And uh, and it's good to go on heart and the heartfelt feelings, but you must understand where the feeling is coming from, you know. Is that feeling that you feel is from God or is it something that's uh, making you think a certain way and then making you think that, hey, this is the way I should go because, you know, a lot of times we have outside influences. We all do. We all have outside influences. And, you know, people can say all they want to say. Like, oh, you know, this person, um, you know, they don't rule nothing here. They don't, you know, you know, I don't think about that. Uh, um, six and stone may break my bones, but words will never harm you. Um, um, the older I get, I used to say that when I was younger now, <laughs> but the older I get, I realize that words could harm you. I mean, really. And words going to harm you to a point where it can cloud your thinking and make your thinking darken. Because where I was at before, um, it was words that had me there. You know, it wasn't um, because it was uh, abuse of, you know, any say a drug or, or, or anything. It wasn't it was it was words. It was words that I took in and I eternalized it within myself and it was wrong and it brought me down. And the reason why I internalized a word because I wasn't obedient. You know? And sometimes the outside influences can say things in your life and it just you it is according to where it's coming from. It can, it, the words could come from someone that's close to you, and you really take it to heart. And you're trying to get away from it, but it's still there. There's that anxiety. There's that um, regression. The hurt is still there. And you're holding on to it for some reason. I don't know why we do it. You know, that's something that behooves me. I, um, I don't know what we do, but we do it. And we all do it. I don't care you know, everyone could say, oh, I'm tough and I'm this and that. But something someone could say to you, you can hold on to it. And you can hold on to it for life. And everything you do, you can win a Grammy. You can win awards, uh, pull a surprise. You can win everything in the world. But if you hold on to that, you're not going to be happy you're not going to be happy. Happiness has to be inside you. See, because a lot of things that we get, whether it be material things or awards or any other thing, that people, now, check this out, people may think that you will be happy. That's irrelevant. What people think doesn't really mean anything. Really, that doesn't really have that much bearing in your life. What people think about you, because I could think about certain people. And I say, well, I know that person is happy. 
because that person has this and has that, and, you know, have a beautiful wife, beautiful kids, um, you know, they financially they're okay. They're not worried about I gotta pay this bill. I say, I know they're happy. Like I could bet a million dollars they're happy. I can't do that. Me thinking that they're happy doesn't mean they're happy. You know, I you know, I you know, not saying any names, but I know some people, you know, that's what? They on the other appearance, they look very happy. But to know them as a friend, close friend, I know that they're not happy. And we work on that all the time. So it's up to you. No one can really think for you when it comes to happiness. You have to be in obedience to be happy. You have to be obedient to God. And, you know, and a lot of people say, well, you know, I go to church every day. Well, not every day, but, you know, sometimes. And I don't I don't hurt anyone. I don't steal. I don't say things to people. I, you know, always encourage people. And, and I stay away from language that's degrading, you know. And I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm just this person. And I'm, I'm, I'm perfect. I'm, I'm, I'm great, you know. But you must understand that, no, that doesn't make you great. Because you can do all of that stuff, all of it, every last, everything I said, you can do all of it. But the Lord tell you, you know, Dion, I want you to go there and tell that person that I love them. Because I've done it before. And I, I'm not going to do it, then you're disobedient. So therefore, that's not right. You will be in disobedience. So you're not going to be blessed. Because the only thing he asks you to tell that person, the Lord loves and you couldn't do it, guess what? You're in disobedience. And um, I'm going to tell this, this story here. I never get the time. And, um, you know, I, I was living in L.A. And, <laughs> and I, I, I told you this story so much. But, um, you know, I was sitting up here, and I, I was... Um, on the metro bus, so I was on the public transportation in LA, and I was getting to work, and uh, and and you know I saw this lady, and she was just she was okay, she was just looking straight, she looked very normal, but I don't know why she stuck out in my mind, and um because it's like it was so crowded, there was so many people on on, on the uh, public transportation, and um and the Lord told me to say, hey, tell that girl. I love her. I'm like, I don't know this lady. I don't see, you know, I, you know, this is like my first years in L.A. And I'm like, you know, people in L.A. are a little different, you know. I mean, you know, they, they dress a little different than people on the East Coast. And, and it, you know, some, some, I'm not saying all of them, you know, are like that. But, you know, from, you know, being raised on the East Coast and living there, you know, they dress a little different. And, you know, it seems a little strange for me at, at that point. And um, and I say, well, you know, I don't know. I don't want to be first out. I don't want that girl to say, oh, who are you? You don't know me. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to be rejected, basically. And I always say, you know what? Tell, I kept saying, tell, I want you to say to that girl, I love her. So I didn't do it. 
I'm just going to tell you, I did not do it. But in me getting up, about to get up and go to work, the Lord told me to look back. And when I looked back at the girl, she was crying and she was bawling. I was like, oh, no, but I had to go to work. It was too late. When I was getting ready to go to work, when I was riding on that public transportation, I should have said it. But it was too late. I had to go off. If not, I would have missed my uh, stop. And I would have ride around forever on L.A. transportation, so um, public transportation. So I was disobedient. And you know what? I paid for it. And by me not doing that, I fell in dire situations. I became depressed because I wasn't listening to what the Lord was telling me to do. And I don't want to do that anymore. I, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to listen to his will and his way because when you do it, you're happy. You're like, for real, so happy. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what? Speaking of that song, happy. I, one day I was um, working and, uh, you know, I was writing and doing some stuff and I'm and I played that song had to be, I don't know how many times I played it, but it was probably hours that I just kept I, I just kept on playing that song. But I felt happy in the spirit, you know. I felt very happy, you know. Um, and it wasn't like so much that something dynamic happened. It wasn't like, oh, I won published clearing house and a couple of million dollars. It wasn't like that or it wasn't, you know, it was just something that I felt in my spirit. I I felt like I was happy because I actually was doing what the Lord told me, what the Lord was doing. I was doing what the Lord was telling me to do. Um, and if I wasn't fulfilling everything, at least I was trying. I was, I was on the way of fulfilling what the Lord had for me. And that's what made me happy, and, and I, I was thinking happy. You know, you know, happiness is happiness is, is I think is just how you feel. You know, this continues of you and what you what you want and what you like and what the Lord have for you. Because I thought certain things that I achieve in my life, I will be like happy, happy, yes. And the stuff that I achieve. I'm like happy, <laughs> so I, I'm happy about it. But everything that you do for the Lord, the Creator, that's what really makes you happy. We are part of Him. That's what's truly spiritual. Pleasing a spiritual man eventually will make you the happiest. Pleasing the flesh. Mm, you know, I mean, I'm not saying I, I wasn't perfect. I, I'm, you know, I, 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 I'm not perfect. But I had, you know, pleased the flesh before. And there's some type of happiness I felt. It really wasn't happiness, but it, it, it was a certain joy. But when your soul is happy, there's nothing can beat it. Nothing can beat that when your soul is happy. But there are some people I look at, like my mother, um, she went through a whole bunch of stuff, but she was very spiritual, you know, very, very. She stayed in the spirit all the time. She was always praying and praying for people and helping people and stuff of that nature. Now, I didn't understand it because I was like, at the time, I was like, why? What's the purpose? What's the purpose, Mom? 
You know, you 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 don't even enjoy life. That's what that's what I was saying. Being honest, I said you don't go on vacation. The only thing you do is just help these people out all the time. And it's good. Not you know, I'm not saying I'm other. You know, I did help people even back then, but I say like 24/7 because she was always spiritual. She was always thinking of others before herself. So, and um, even though she had a lot of um, physical problems, you know what I'm saying she, you know, she's not with us to come. Stay, but she helped people while she was here. And so, you know, that's why I want to say be obedient no matter what happens. No matter what happens, be obedient. But we're going to close out uh, now with a song, and we hope you enjoy on today's show, and uh, we want to give a shout-out to uh, to the toy for coming in here and, you know, and, and blessing us and giving us some feedback. And um, I want to um, close out with a poem, uh, and this is something that I want to share. It's called Bloodlining. One blood unity, one heart that pumps that same fluid, different types revealing certain rights. One blood, one mind, there are many thoughts, several views, many clues, we all the same. A bloodline to blame for all this dramatic change. Distilling pain, dark attitudes, light situations, foreign relations, one blood for every nation. Love your neighbor, recognize your purpose. We are vegetation and our creative garden. Don't let our hearts for each other harden. In peace, blood because we are one blood and one spirit of God. So love God and I love you all. And uh, we're going to go out to a song break. See you back next Sunday. outlets available in the media capital of the world. Fans of R&B, hip-hop, gospel, spoken word, and urban pop have taken notice of WBMC Radio. WBMC, we're multi-access. Like, listen, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Speaker.com. And we're emerging right now thanks to programs like The Real Report, Unsigned Grind, and The Game Changer. MC Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game.